York Rangers lose the Montreal Canadiens 2-1 at MSG. This, this is a loss that we've seen this year. We have, and you know, I'll cut the Rangers a little bit of slack because they've they've been winning games lately, not you know, not impressively, right? I mean, and the goal scoring's been a problem, but you know, you think about some of the Rangers' losses this year, and, and you could now let's add this one to the mix. I mean, home against Montreal, that's bad. You lost home against Chicago. You lost home against San Jose. You lost at Anaheim. Home against Detroit, which, like, that wasn't great. Home against Ottawa. And I might be forgetting some, but I guess you could say the Rangers do play to their competition. Like, I think that that's on the table. That That, that is. Now the, the uh, Rangers are now 24-13-7. And, and I'll be honest. My main focus was on the Giants. As I think probably a lot of Ranger fans who may have attended the game are just Ranger fans. And, or more, not even so much Ranger fans that attended the game, but more so Ranger fans in general. So I'll, I'll, I'll take the trade-off. But the Ranger game, you know, and, and I was, you know, I was able to basically watch it as, as I kind of normally would. I, I And it was, I don't know, I, they, they seemed a bit flat. And I know they're, they're battling the flu. Igor was good. I, Igor, I, I felt like, you know, no complaints as far as he's concerned. But you, you see the type of loss that Chris Crowder is. I, I think that's kind of been shown. That since Crowder's been out, Look, the Rangers, as fun as it was to beat Dallas, that was a goal scored with less than a second left and a three-on-three goal in overtime. And, and this goal tonight was a goal with an extra attacker on, on a delayed penalty. The Panarin goal was a six-on-five goal. And, and again, the Rangers' power play again tonight comes up empty 0 for 2. That power play has been total shit. Total fucking shit. And you, you got to do something about it, whether it's changing personnel or the way they go about it. Like, it's just not working. And I, I think that wherever they are is, is way less they should be. And even that, I think, is probably misleading. I really do. I, I think, let's say they're in the middle of the pack, which at this point, they may not even be there anymore. That It doesn't feel that way. And, and I like to think that they would admit that. And, and I'm mainly talking about the first power play unit. But there's a lot of blame to go around as far as, you know, roster stuff. Jake LeCision... Made his Ranger debut. Didn't play a whole lot. He only played, what, 647. They actually called up Ryan Carpenter, and he was the the healthy scratch. Wouldn't be stunned just because there's so many iffy players, like on the Rangers depth-wise. The Rangers go to Columbus tomorrow. I wouldn't be shocked to see Carpenter draw into the lineup somehow. And that'll be a big game. Don't, don't get me wrong. That'll be a big game against Columbus. That, like, considering that the Rangers don't play a whole lot, like, the Rangers play one game in the next week after the Columbus game. And that's a home game versus Boston, which will not be easy. So I think this this Columbus game actually has a little bit more importance than I think was originally seen. And Halak will be in that, who has been, to, to, be, to give Gara Halak credit, has been better lately. So it's a big start for Halak. But it's against the Columbus team. Like, you don't want to, and that's, that's who I forgot. There we go. Home against Columbus. They got killed home against Columbus. So... That's that. I do have a bit of an issue with that. And look, maybe the Rangers kind of turn it on when they want to. If that's the case, it's frustrating. But I, I'd rather that be the case. I don't think that's really what it is. But I, I definitely do think that this was it had a feel today. And the Rangers have been kind of bad in these. You know, what, there's a couple of things. And this is the first time I've actually mentioned it because it's a bit random. But in those retro, those reverse retro jerseys, which I believe they they wore those today. Yeah, they they did. 
they're they're like one and six in them or something horrible, which is kind of crazy for a 24, 13, and 17. They're like one and maybe there's some overtime losses in there. I don't even know if there is, but like I think they're like I think they actually are one and six. They're bad in them. And it also makes me think a lot of these Sunday a lot of these weekend afternoon slash like Sunday early evening games, they've been bad in, right? They lost to Detroit in overtime. They lost to Columbus in in, in that time slot. They didn't really look that vertical. They really didn't really look that good against the Coyotes, but then kind of found their game and won. They, they haven't really been good in like in, in those spots, uh, you know, and the sample size increases. So, but, but again, like the Rangers goal scoring, it's a problem as far as I'm concerned. And they're they're sporadic, where they'll score, they'll, they'll give you games where they score five, and there's a lot of times when they score less than two, two or less, and that's not going to win you games. And I just, I don't want to pile on the Lafreniere's and the and the Cacos and, but it's hard not to at times. But again, Blaine really goes around all the way. Trocheck Panarin, please break that up. It's it, it just look as much as I didn't like Ryan Strom all that much. Strom and Panarin, they did have a lot more chemistry. I mean, Trocek and Panarin, there's no chemistry there. Like, let's end that. And then this way, you give Philip Heedle more playing time. Heedle, to me, on most nights, and again, there's some inconsistencies, Heedle is one of the better-looking players out there. Just energy-wise, speed, shoot-first mentality. And, and the Trocek-Panarin combo doesn't work. So let Heedle be in the top six. It doesn't mean, look, Trocek's minutes can still be there, and he plays a shit ton of special teams. Trocek, well, actually, uh, not fully true. Trocek, penalty, his penalty kill minutes are not, I, I feel like they've dropped off, actually. But still, I think on most nights, he's probably part of the third pairing of forwards for the penalty kill. But if you're gonna, if you're not going to let Heedle get in the first power play unit, you got to at least switch Heedle and Trocek second and third line. It's not that much of an ask. I think that needs to happen. There was one switch where Kratsov went down and VZ went up. And you know what? I cannot really blame that. Vitaly Kratsov, I'm just not that impressed with him. I was more impressed with him in 2021 in the shortened season than I am now. There's no speed. He's weak. Like, I I don't really, I just don't think there's a full buy-in and, and just the skill set just isn't really that impressive for Vitaly Kravtsov. I, I don't like what I've seen from him. And Lafreniere, it's just, it's been disappointing. Really has been. Like, let, let me see what his numbers are now. Because the numbers for a while were better than I thought. I thought the numbers were better than he looked. But now it's probably matching up. Yeah, absolutely. Five goals, 13 assists in 43 games. That's just, that's not good. That That's not good enough. And now he has a chance with Kreider out. They've given him... Main power play responsibilities and on the number one line with Zabanajad, and it's just not happening. It's just not happening. And, and with Kako, the frustration there is why is he so streaky? And, and, and I'm not as upset with him as I am. Like Lafreniere, I'm, I'm way more upset with than Kako. But Kako, it's like he goes on spells where call it luck, call it a lucky thing or whatever, he doesn't put up points. Like you got to have a little bit more consistency where he'll have, you know. Okay, seven games, seven points for Kako, and then it's like 10 to 15 games, like one or two points. Like, no. So, I don't think, like, I think, like, the Rangers, the good thing about the Rangers is that they have risen against top competition for the most part. 
right? And so I like that. And, and But, look, a lot of these wins, like, there's, there's seven overtime losses, and take that as you will, seven overtime such shootout losses, like, that can be seen as a positive, I suppose. But, like, a lot of the wins, like, the Rangers last year had a lot of regulation wins, which I think is impressive. This year, it just, it's, it's not so much that way. Like, the Rangers play a lot of close games. And so, again, I don't want to overreact to this, but this was disappointing. And I think it's it's in part a work ethic thing and in part just simply that, again, like, let's not discount. Like, there's a lot of dead weight there. Sammy Blay is horrendous. Johnny Bradzinski ideally is more of an AHL player. Lecisions, I mean, I think he, he probably sucks. He was just, you know, he was just basically waived by the Vegas Golden Knights. And, you know, so, yeah. It goes to show you, and you lose a lot, and the Rangers look slow, especially without Crowder Gauthier. They look really, really slow. So Gauthier, we'll see when he's back, and it's too bad. He collides with Blay after he kind of survived the night, the game before. He got hurt again, and we'll see when we see him again. It, it won't be versus Columbus. I don't think we'll see Crowder. I don't. Uh, I wouldn't be like I said. You might see Ryan Carpenter, which is again, it's kind of a whoop-de-doo thing if he is even in. So let's talk about the game. I thought Jesterker was really good. And first period was probably the Rangers. It's not fair for me to fully say this. It seemed like it was probably their best period. From seeing it, I I think that they they got a lot of chances, but they didn't score against Sam Montembeau. But Armia hooks Strochuk at 15-28. Rangers probably doesn't score. Big shocker. Ryan Lindgren hooks Suzuki. That was a bad play. Lindgren, you know, I, I thought individually the defensemen weren't great tonight. Even, you know, Fox wasn't, like, really, honestly, all of them. I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say all of them. But, you know, Schneider, Schneider didn't stand out in a negative way. But, you know, I, Lindgren with a rough sequence, and but the Rangers kill it off. Then Adam Fox takes a holding penalty at 4-13, and this time the Canadians do score. It's Kirby Dock, his eighth goal of the season from Dvorak and Caulfield. And this was a goal that kind of looked similar to the Sagan power play goal where it was kind of, it wasn't even like your classic power play goal. It was kind of like off, I think it was off the rush. Doc was just wide open and nothing that Shesterkin could do about it. Montreal takes a one nothing lead. Then Montreal takes a penalty, but the Ranger power play is unsuccessful. However, soon thereafter, there was a delayed penalty, good shift, I guess, by the Heedle line. And... Artemi Panarin scores. His 12th goal of the season from Heedle and Miller with less than four minutes to go going to third. So you think, all right, 1-1 going to the third. Maybe the Rangers can, you know, find their way to overtime, as they've kind of done lately. But in the third period, this is on Keandre Miller mostly. Keandre Miller, who he got a little bit too cocky in this, in this situation. He should have just shot the puck. He tries to get a little bit cute in the offensive zone, turns it over, and then his defensive coverage was kind of lacking as well. A really bad shift by Keandre Miller. I also felt like Jacob Truba kind of fell asleep. Truba kind of lost Caulfield, and it's the 26th goal. That's impressive. 26 goals for Cole Caulfield from Suzuki and Armia. And the Canadians take a 2-1 lead at 8.56 of the third, and the Rangers, look, there were some chances. Panarin comes to mind. He had a kind of a point-blank chance, and then 6-on-5. You know, Could the Rangers do it back-to-back games? They don't. They don't do it in back-to-back games. And Montreal holds on for a 2-1 win. Not a, good, not a good game for the Rangers. But, and for the most part, in the Gallant era, 
they've responded. And so now Rangers go to Columbus and, you know, hopefully the Rangers can get this done. And if you beat Columbus, it takes the, the sting out of this Montreal game away. It will. They really will. Look, draw it up to the Rangers have not really been all that reliable at home, especially against bad teams. But now they go to the road. They go on the road, which I, I think that they've been playing just generally, not even just the record. They played better on the road. And it'll be tough back to back. And we don't make uh, the Montreal, one more thing about this game. What makes it worse is that Montreal had just played the night before at the Islanders. They were coming off the second game of back to back. And Montreal's been really, really bad. That win by Montreal improved their record to 18, 23, and 3. And they've just been horrible lately, for the most part. And a team that's been really bad over the course of the season, although they did win last game. And they've been playing a little bit better lately, Columbus, in general. But they're 13, 27, and 2. Win this game. Beat Columbus. Then you got one game at Boston and a very, in a week where the Rangers just aren't playing a whole lot. It's one Boston game on Thursday at the Garden. And so I fear if you lose to Columbus, you might, you might be staring at a situation where, oh, the last Ranger win was that miraculous win against Dallas. And then you start thinking about, oh, when was the last Ranger win like in regulation? And, and that will have been, and that will have been a while if you don't, you know, get it done against Columbus. So I have faith in this team to rebound and, and play a better game. Glant wasn't really too happy, but it won't be easy. But I think that if the Rangers can get out to an early lead, and, and, and honestly, I'm looking for them to play similar to how they did at Montreal, where they weren't great, but they you know they didn't make mistakes, opportunistic, scored goals. This Columbus defense is not very good. You can score goals against them. And so we'll see what happens. But again, Rangers lose at MSG to the Montreal Canadiens 2-1. to one.